Well, hello, I'm Lori Alvarez, and I welcome you to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. This is where I will share my story, knowledge, wisdom, and the legacy in real estate, and my family, all boldly wrapped up in one with you. So let's get started. Here we are again. It's Real Estate with Soul, the podcast, um, and it is uh, the end of February. Can you believe that? I know. It's almost over. How was your Valentine's Day? It was really nice. What'd you do? I don't uh, even know. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah, we just went out to dinner. Nothing super crazy and uh, spent some time with the boys. And yes. I had fun putting together little goodie bags for Connor's classroom. And oh, oh my gosh, the Valentine's Day cards back in my day was just a little card, right? Mm-hmm. And now like parents just go all out with these like little gifts for Valentine's Day. I mean, there were goodie bags with cookies and the Valentine's Day card and toys. It was a lot. I could imagine. <laughs> I could imagine. All super cute. It was all super, super cute. Yeah, yeah. But Fun. what a difference. It sounds like Valentine's Day was all about you and the boys. What about your hubby? Yeah, him and I did dinner and we had some <laughs> our own time too. And I still, you know, I have fun putting those little goodies and doing that stuff for the boys. I could imagine. I could imagine. Yeah. How would you say, sister, I mean, how many years you've been married now? Uh, almost 10. 10 years. How have you kept love in the house for 10 years? Oh, it's not easy. <laughs> really? I thought it was. Um, I mean, you know, as long as I think if you have a partner who's, you know, Ready to uh, go 50-50 on everything with you and make the same effort that you're making, then you can make it last, make it work, and mm-hmm. keep it happy, healthy, mm-hmm. and communication. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so, so <clears throat> not to throw David under the bus, but is David a pretty good communicator? <laughs> um, he is now. He is now. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Because the reality is, is I know I'm not the same person I was when I married my husband. Totally. Tw- 25 years ago. I know. You guys just celebrated your anniversary, too. Yeah. 25 years. 25 years. January 31st was the big day. Yeah. That's Um, huge. Yeah. 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 So I asked my husband recently, I said, baby, if you were going to write a book, what would you write a book on? Do you know what he said? Your love story. He said how to stay married for 25 years. Aww. And that was not what I was expecting. I wouldn't to say. think Eric would say that either. No, not at all. <laughs> so this weekend we just got away and we talked about the chapters in that book. Oh, that's so cool. Right? I said, what was chapter one for you? Chapter one would include years one through five. Okay. What do you think he said? Reflect on our years one through five together. What do you think they were to him? Um, challenges with babies. Yes. That's a whole big game changer when you're married and then you have babies and woo. Oh, no, but we were oh well, I know you guys did we it a little backwards, backwards right? We were but you were still and then married. But you were still together. I mean, you had a relationship still. Yes. You weren't technically married, but you were in a relationship with each yes. other still. So, I mean, yes. same thing, right? Yes. And it's your relationship changes when you have babies. Yes, especially when you have two 18 months apart. Yeah. I and, don't know how you did that. And the second one was not easy. 
Yeah. To this day, he's not easy. <laughs> he's full of emotions. And I love that about him. That's what makes him him. Yeah. Unlike my husband, who says, he literally said to me the other day, he said, on Saturday, I had met with a client and I came back and I said, hey, babe, someone told me they really have challenges with empathy. And they don't know how to be empathetic. Wow. And do you know what Eric said? What? Me too. I have no empathy. I could kind of see that. <laughs> 110%. I've never thought about it, to be I mean, honest. it sounds mean, but I can I, kind of see that. <laughs> I had never, ever really even, like, contemplated that idea. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, he's right. <laughs> There's no empathy. Yeah. Because let me tell you this. <laughs> One time I said to him, I said, because everyone, you know, the beautiful scripture out there that says, don't go to bed um, in an argument. Don't let the sun go down <laughs> on you when you're arguing. Do you know what my hubby said? What? said, I ain't the one arguing she is. I go to sleep with no problem. <laughs> that is so what David would say, too. <laughs> And I'll be honest, I, I'm like, fine, go to sleep. I'll still be mad at you. <laughs> and then we will make up in the morning. It's fine. Uh, we take a couple of days to get uh, there. Well, it depends on the fight, right? I mean, it depends. <laughs> so that comes back to how do we keep love in the house, right? How do we stay in love? Yeah. Right? I mean, how do you do that? What is it that keeps that moving forward? We were away this weekend on Saturday, and we mentioned, like, oh, we've been married for 25 years. And everyone looked at us like, whoa, what the heck? You guys have been married 25 years. And how many people asked, what's your secret? Oh, they always ask that. Yep. There's no secret. Not at all. I've just committed to not be the first one to leave. Yeah. That's <laughs> how stubborn you are. I'm stubborn as heck. And the good thing is he's committed that too. Mm -hmm. So we don't leave. Maybe that's what it is. You just need two stubborn people. <laughs> hey, by the way, we are no, in no way, shape, or form uh, social worker, psychologist, or therapist yep, of nope, any sort. Not at all. We're just two girls having a conversation about being married for a little bit of time and running businesses and living life and raising children in the midst of all of it. Right? Yep. yep. So, I mean, the interesting thing is, though, you know, like um, people do ask that all the time. Like, what's the secret? Yeah. I asked a gentleman, one of our clients, I loved him, right? We helped his family buy a house, um, his daughter, to be specific, buy a house. And uh, I said to him one day, because he said, oh, today's our 40th wedding anniversary, Lori. Wow, that's awesome. And do you know the one question that drives me absolutely crazy? What? Do you know what it is? Mm, I don't know. What the heck? There's a lot do of you things that for dinner. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you hate do that question. You do hate that. You totally do. <laughs> I don't even like it when you ask me what do you want for lunch? Yeah. Yeah. What should I bring for the holiday? 
question. Oh, bring what I, just bring whatever you want. I don't care. You pick. Just make somebody make a decision. Oh, so you. <laughs> and you know what I loved? He said. Hmm. He said to me, "Been married forty years. You want to know the secret?" He said, "Lori, I don't ever ask that question." I just come home and I say, hey, babe, come on, let's get in the car. And we get in the car. He's on. I point it towards her favorite restaurant and we go there and we eat there. And she's so happy. <laughs> and I don't have to ask that question, nor do I have to worry that she's not happy. That's awesome. Pretty said, smart. Where's your wife's favorite restaurant? You know, because they ask you all the time, well, what do you want for dinner? I mean, you've been married to me for 25 years. You don't know the things that I love. Yeah. You don't need, you know, that's true. You know what right? I like to eat. Yeah. You <laughs> just said it to my son. You've been my son for 26 years. You don't know what I like for lunch. I know. I know your lunch order <laughs> from almost any restaurant we go to. <laughs> and he said, well, it's Red Robin, of course. He goes, I just sit at the bar and oh, I have my food and sweet. she has her favorite food. <laughs> right? And this is yeah. not a commercial for Red Robin. We are not sponsored by them. <laughs> However, if you want to sponsor us, we would love to talk with you. Right? Yeah. Because totally. we have one right in town. That's right. And they do have fantastic burgers yeah. for a girl who doesn't eat burgers. <laughs> <laughs> They're steak fries. Their fries are so good. Does your hubby know your favorite meal? I think so. Yeah. Ooh. I'm pretty confident he knows. That's a question for the IG, Nolan. Does your partner know your favorite go-to food? My hubby knows my favorite go-to. What do you think it is? Your favorite restaurant, right? Or favorite food? Just favorite food. Favorite food? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Mexican. 100%. Yep. <laughs> Nolan yells at me all the time. He says, Mom, that's what's making you chunky. Those chips and salsa. <laughs> Actually, the salsa is not fattening. Salsa is probably pretty good for you. Yeah, but the chips. <laughs> salsa is great. When I was eating clean, I could have salsa all the time. Yeah, I put salsa on chips. everything. It's the darn chips. Yeah. So how do we keep love in the house in one year, five years, 10 years, 25 years, 40 years, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years. How I'm, do you do that? I'm curious. Do you think if you gave Eric five homes to look at without you uh-huh. and you had to buy one, do you think he would buy the one that you love the most? Do you think he knows? A hundred percent. He knows exactly what my vision is. Yeah. Because the reality is we've had, that's a great question. We've had that conversation over and over again. Yeah. What is our dream house? What do we want? What's next? Because there's transitions in life right now, and we're going to have one of those transitions, right? It's called the empty nester transition. Yeah. And it's not that our kids are actually moving out of the house, but our last one's going to be graduating from high school in about four months. Wow, that's so soon. I know. I've been in high school and school for like 30 years now. Yeah. I'm so old. taking me a Young long at time to graduate <laughs> from high school. Well, no one told you to have four kids. <laughs> <laughs> and the reality is right now we're in that area where we can decide. We have the freedom to do and go wherever we want within yeah. Southern California. Right. Because my hubby's work is in Southern California. Now we can leave the area if we chose to. 
um, he would have to get a different opportunity and he wouldn't go in a different uh, industry right he would go to a higher paying area of the industry that my hubby is in does that make sense yeah totally and i could trust that i could send him away to that little state yeah and he would be able to pick out just the house that would make us both happy yeah and i know that he wouldn't want that job right you know how i know that why because i ask him baby what do you want to put on the countertops? And he's like, I don't know. You made our house look pretty. You continue to figure that out. I think David would 100% love to make all those choices. I think being as, you know, David would love that. He totally would. And I feel like I'm pretty like laid back and not super picky Mm -hmm. where I would probably, I would totally trust all of his choices because he sees a ton of houses too. Like we do. So, and we have the same taste. I trust him. You know, it's a great question, too, because here, here's the thing. Um, uh, we went to marriage coaching for a wonderful, wonderful marriage coach. Uh, he's a therapist. Anyways, yeah. I call it marriage coaching because I like to be coached. So anyways, we recorded a podcast with him a while back. You could go back oh, to yeah, one that's of our right. episodes. It's Gabriel Alanez. Al- Alanez, yeah. Yes, Gabriel Alanez. He was fantastic. Loved mm-hmm. him. We had a great conversation. And when we went to marriage coaching, what was the first thing Eric said to the marriage coach? She's hard to please. (laughs) (laughs) My children say it too. You are. (laughs) (laughs) I realize I'm hard to please. I think anybody that knows you should know that. Or at least anybody that works with you. I had a hard to please father. I had a hard to please father. So I know what that experience feels like. Yeah. And I know how to do it better than I knew how to do it 20 years ago to 15 years ago to 10 years ago to five years ago. Right? Yeah. And you know how to receive me better. From yeah, I 20 think so. Ago, for sure. Right? Yeah. So I'm just telling you, our marriage has just gotten better with age. Yeah. It really has. Definitely. Because we know the things that really matter at this point and we know the things that don't yeah right back in year one i would have named the chapter um when Lori was learning to cook and throw (laughs) canned goods at her hubby oh gosh that's what i would have named that chapter yeah and i can (laughs) so see you doing that i was throwing (laughs) some canned goods at him it's a good thing he was quick then yeah Oh gosh, <laughs> that doesn't keep that doesn't keep love in the house, but it sure did put holes in the wall. You're a little crazy, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of passion and excitement, as my husband would say. Yep, that's true. He says she's not boring at all. No, you're not. Because I always say, "Aren't you bored, babe?" Twenty five years with me. He said, no, there's nothing boring about you. <laughs> I can agree with him. I, 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 I asked him to be on the podcast. He respectfully declined. Why? Uh, this would have been a great one for him to join us on. I, I res- he respectfully declined. David will do it. <laughs> so Yes, David would. So tell me, chapters uh, one, which would be years one through five of your 
marriage. Hmm. What would you name it? Uh, the first thought that comes to mind is kind of sad, but struggling to get pregnant. Yeah. Mm, I'm sorry. That. Yeah. <laughs> she would come into the office rarely and she was like, oh, I babies. <laughs> and I would pray over her. And how many babies do you have? Two beautiful boys. Two beautiful boys. See? No reason to give up the faith. Nope. Stay in prayer and stay focused on the results. And you got two beautiful baby boys. Which, speaking of, I need to go pick one up from school now. We'll see you so, later. I love you. We'll Bye. see you. <laughs> right? It's not easy to keep love in the house when it comes to real estate, right? When it comes to living with other people altogether, it's not easy. I mean, you get so many different personalities. Here's something that I just recently, I wouldn't say I recently learned. It's something that I recently have an awareness around is raising children in the house, right? Keeping the children in the house and then launching them out of the house. Well, that's not easy as well. You know, you got to figure out how to do that. So for those of you who don't know, I had four sons, four beautiful sons who are all very, very different. And I always thought, oh, this is easy. So easy. They all have the same initials. They all are the same. And so this will be super easy. And it wasn't. They're different. Each and every one of them are so different. And they interact in different ways. And you go, what the heck? How do I do this? How do I make sure I am setting each one of them up for success. If you figured it out, let me know because I'm still working on it. <laughs> the reality is, so my kids are 26, 25, 24-ish, and then 20, that's Nolan, he's on the back end here helping me with the podcast, and then there's my 17-year-old. And I want to just give the same rules all the way across the board. And you can't because each one of them are very, very different. And then when they get bigger than you, you really can't. You really, really can't. My sister, I love it because hers, hers are still little. Hers are, what are they, Nolan, Connor and Corey are six and four, six and three. I think they're like six and three. My nephews, and they're so totally different totally, totally different children. And she is still very, very, very actively ingrained in their life in a different place than I am. I'm still actively ingrained in my kid's life because I have to say, hey, we're going to go do something fun together. So guess what? Put it on your calendar. I have to be intentional about bringing them in together, all of us together to get the results that we want so that we stay a connected family. And so that's me being very intentional with our calendar and having conversations with the kids. And we're on a group family text and we're like, hey, can you guys do this? Do you want to do this? And we bring it all together so that we can still have fun together. 
We keep fun in the house. We keep love in the house. So how do you keep love and fun going outside into the world, traveling and enjoying things together? How do you do it as a family, as a group, as a community? You've got to be the planner. Someone needs to be the planner. So who is the planner? Because maybe it's not you. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's uh, the uncle. Maybe it's your son. Maybe it's your whatever. I have one of my sons. He's always so excited when the holiday is coming and we're all coming together. And he always, always puts in the group family text. I can't wait to see you all at our house for the holiday. He loves that. He's one that loves to bring gathering together. So are you looking at people and going, oh, that's a gift of theirs? Because that's how you can thrive. And that's how you inspire your family to be their best people as well. Right? And then there's launching them. Get the heck out of the house. How do you get them out of the house? Well, it takes time. You've got to help them discover their dreams. You've got to encourage them to work through the things that make great sense for them. You've got to show them where they excel and then let them know that this area is probably not one of your better spets. I mean, my mom told me when I was 13, she fired me from dishwashing. She said, yeah, dishwashing is not really your thing. We're going to try something else. And I believe that wholeheartedly to this day. Dishwashing is not really my thing. I don't enjoy it. And I have a girlfriend who loves it. She's like, Chloe, I love to do dishes. Every time she comes to my house, she washes my dishes. I'm like, what is wrong with her? What is wrong with her? It doesn't make sense to me. Right? Your home is made for gathering. Your home is made for love. Your home is made for inspiration. Your home is made for fostering dreams. It's up to you to show up and do those things inside the home, right? It's up for you to move that forward in one way or another. So how are you doing that in a way that best suits you? I do it in various ways that work for me. I'm a visionary. I see everything on the top. And then my husband comes in and he sees all the details. And I'm like, no, that, no, no, don't bury me in your details. Don't force me to go somewhere that I'm not great at. And in turn, don't force them to go somewhere they aren't great at. So pay attention to who the people are in your home. I mean, one of the things that I have on the walls here is home is not a place, it's a feeling. Home is not a place, it's a feeling. What feeling are you experiencing in your home right now? Take time to set love in the house. Take time to be present in the house. Take time to make the home feel inviting. Home is a place where you experience the feelings, right? What matters is what happens within those four walls. Thanks so much. 
I'm Lori Alvarez, and you've been listening to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. You can follow me and check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LoriAlvarez.net. And if you haven't clicked on that subscribe button, hit it now and let's boldly do life together.